are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. I am in addiction recovery, and I am in the throes of pounding out this essay. I am into the sixth part of it. I believe last time I counted the words, which was, uh, I didn't count anything. Oh my goodness, it's at 4,000. I really hope that there's some stuff I can cut out of this. He did say we could go way over the 2,500, but I don't know if he meant that far over. So I am in the throes, the thick of this, and I look at the clock. It's 11.42 p.m. on a Monday night, and I realize I have not shot today's episode. And I committed to an episode every single day. And up till now, I had been doing them the night before. But I did not do that. In fact, yesterday, I got mine out late at night. And now we're doing it later at night. And I've only got 17 minutes, so I better make this fast. So here's what we're going to cover today. We're going to cover how big or small do you think your world is? And it's really interesting because this actually came up today in a conversation I was having with, with someone. We were discussing, you know, whether um, someone's world is small or large and how is that even determined? And what was really interesting of this is that, you know, as we were discussing um, people in our lives and whether their world seemed small or large from our perspective and doing so attempting to release any level of judgment, but just simply looking at our lives and then scoping out to the people around us in sort of this compare and contrast model. Um, what was really interesting to me is that I believe that my world is large, that my world is very vast and open. And I believe this because I am, you know, working on my master's degree, so I'm growing my life in that regard. I work out a couple times during the day, and I'm really focused on my physical fitness and my nutrition and just getting my body to be as sound as it can be as I begin to reach 50 years old. Um, I read a ton of really cool materials, as well as putting a lot of attention towards this podcast and having conversations with y'all, even if there's no way that you could ever respond back to me, I still very much feel like I have a bigger world because my voice is able to get out there and help so many. Um, I've got the tribe and there's people from five or six different time zones in that uh, group. And if that's something that you're interested in doing, joining my um, Wise Mind Empowerment and Recovery tribe, there's information about that located um, on my website, jessemogul.com slash ask me. Go ahead and just click on one of those buttons and set up a phone call with me and fill out one of the Google forms. And I'd love to meet you. And so those are just some of the ways, right? I go to networking and I go to marketing meetings. I go and visit some of my family members a couple of times a month. I believe that my world is big. Other people might believe that it's small because I don't go out to a lot of different events. I don't go out to bars like I used to and have a lot of rando friends at those bars. Um, I look back at my life at University of Florida or even Ball State University, and it did seem extremely large because I was going out all the time and I was going to bars and I was drinking and I was having a good time with a lot of different people. And did that really make my world bigger? 
Because see, from my perspective then, it did. It made my world seem huge because at the University of Florida, I could walk into the L House or Bennigan's or TGI Fridays or L House. Did I already say L House? Uh, Gumby's, Quarter Heroes, their Purple Porpoise. Um, what other places did I frequent a lot? Did I say Outback yet? Um, Olive Garden. Uh, what are some other places? That's enough. Um, Mellow Mushroom. There's a lot of places that I could go where I would recognize the bartenders. I'd recognize a lot of the people there. And what was really interesting is I would recognize a ton of people when I went to these drinking establishments that me and all the other people in the hospitality industry frequented. But when I would go to my own building, uh, Weimar Hall, where my classes were held, I did not know a lot of those people. I definitely did not know their names. I may have recognized faces, but did not know their names. And that's where I should have been spending a majority of my time. So I felt that my world was big because I surrounded myself by a lot of people by going out, excessively spending money, and being intoxicated around all of these people. Interesting thing is, is that when I left university, if not for Facebook, I would have no contact with many of these people at, at all. In fact, a lot of the relationships were maintained um, just intermittently posting and responding to their posts until I got older and started actually putting attention toward texting them and calling them more frequently. Now I've added some of them back into my life, but still not at the level that I was achieving in my 20s and 30s whenever I was out and getting intoxicated frequently. Um, Even when I look at Los Angeles, When I first went there and I started getting into stand-up comedy and doing improvisation at Second City, I felt like my world was really big. But once I graduated from them, uh, from the Second City program, or I stopped doing the stand-up in favor of getting drunk and and working my restaurant jobs, uh, my world shrank again. And it never really got bigger. I mean, I was going and working on red carpets, and I was working at the news station, and I was doing some of these gigs. And... From my perspective, I was making my world smaller. But from my perspective I have now, I was making it bigger because I cut out all the drinking buddies and I was focusing on my work. And I'm telling you all of this stuff because the interesting thing about it is, is it's all subjective to your perspective. If you think that you're, let's say, working from home, COVID allowed a lot of people to work from home. They no longer go into an office. So if you're working from home and you're not in an office with a lot of people, therefore you're not seeing your coworkers as often, you're not going out to lunch, you're not intermingling with them at the water cooler, then you might question on whether your world has gotten smaller or larger. And I think that this is a determination you're going to need to make regardless of what stage of sobriety and recovery you're in. Whether you're in the contemplation stage, deciding on who you might release or keep in your sobriety and recovery journey, or you're actually in the uh, the planning and taking action stage, where the releasing or gathering of new people into your life has begun, or you're in the maintenance stage, or potentially even into the lapse stage. Wherever you're at in this, it is up to you to determine if your world has gotten bigger or smaller. Because I know people who spend an inordinate amount of time reading books and meditating and doing really healthy things for themselves, and they're not going out. They're not seeing a lot of people, but they think that their world is large. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about your life. It matters what you think of your life. Because I could tell you that because you go out and get drunk all the time, that your life is small. 
that you don't have as many great friends as you think because they're just drinking buddies. And you might think it's large. And what the hell does my opinion matter anyways? Because it's going to be you waking up every day, looking at yourself in the mirror and questioning your behaviors. If you read extensively and you write and you journal and you go to meetings and you enjoy people's company, but then you go right back home and you're in your house, do you feel like that makes your world small or does it make your world seem large? Because there's a lot of people who don't maintain a consistent journaling habit. And when you do, it allows you to really pour your feelings and your thoughts and your actions out onto paper. For a lot of people, that's growing their world. Reading really cool books and then implementing the strategies that are discussed within them. Or just reading fiction books and diving into a Dean Koontz novel or getting into the Harry Potters or the Game of Thrones series or what was it? The Songs of Fire and Ice. Some people consider their world extremely large by just diving into worlds created on paper. The key aspect here is to realize that Whatever you decide your world is, then that's how you're going to perceive it. If you think it's small, then that's how you'll perceive it, as small. If you think that it's large and abundant and amazing, then that's how you'll perceive it. Just like rain is perceived by the farmer as a saving grace and by the family who wants to go to the picnic as a miserable outcome, it's the same rain. You can be doing something that somebody thinks is making your life smaller, and you might think that it's making your life larger. You could be doing something that you think is making your life feel larger, and other people might think that it's actually making it feel smaller. The determination is yours and yours alone to make. Because if I tell you that if you quit drinking, you're not going to be able to go out to the bars, you're not going to be able to go to the clubs, you're not going to be able to do all those fun things that you do currently, that's even a fallacy because over time, you will be able to reintegrate yourself into those social settings if you decide that's what you want to do. And has somebody who's gone to hundreds of concerts since he got sober, um, plenty of clubs and bars. I don't necessarily feel like my life is getting bigger or smaller because there's other people drinking there and I'm not. That's not how I determine it at all. How I determine that my life is getting larger or smaller is based on my feelings around what my behaviors and actions are bringing to me at the core of my wants, needs, and desires. I want to go to concerts and experience music live. So if I have to drive six hours to see the Grateful Dead's last show at Deer Creek, then I'm going to do it. If I'm going to drive four hours to see Aerosmith, then I'm going to do it. If I hear about an Arcade Fire or a Muse show in St. Louis or Chicago, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I feel like experiencing those things invites journey and awesome happenings into my life. That's what makes my life feel larger to me. Other people might think that's ridiculous and they might think, no, man, you got to, you know, be at the gym or you've got to be expanding your business or you got to be bringing in more clients or you got to be spending time with your family or you got to be making something with your hands. Awesome. All of those things are absolutely viable behaviors and actions that you can take in order to feel that your world is larger. What I'm really noticing about this when I talk to people about what they think about the scope of their life. 
A lot of the times, the people who come to me or discuss with me during these conversations about the scope of their life and whether it's large or small, a substantial amount of them determine that based off how much time they're staring at a screen. If the person's watching a lot of TV or if the person's looking at social media or staring at their phone a lot, they might often think that their world is small that they're not really stepping away from the boob tube, which is what we called it back when I was a kid, you know, the idiot box. And that could be true or not true, again, based on perception. I enjoy awesome, uh, you know, trance uh, concerts on YouTube. And I like to watch uh, random things on Paramount about uh, the honey badger, because, you know, he don't give a fuck. I mean, I will watch... Discovery Channel-esque type shows on Netflix and feel like, wow, I'm seeing all this really cool stuff. I'm expanding my, you know, my ability to envision the world around me. If nothing else, it gives me some really cool ideas of places I'd love to go visit in the future. But again, it comes down to perception. I know people who are TikTok and social media, Instagram, Facebook like influencers, and they believe that their world is huge. And they spend a lot of time staring at their screen, making content that other people watch. And they don't do much else, but they feel like their world is large. And if that's the way they feel, then that's the way they'll perceive it. A judgment from somebody else based on whether your life is getting larger or smaller within your sobriety and recovery journey matters not to how you decide to feel about it. Because I'll tell you this, when I look back at my inability to communicate effectively or vulnerably with my friends back in the day, to actually build connections away from the bottle or away from the straw or away from the pipe, I don't really think that I was doing much justice to the amount of connections and growth and building my larger than life actually could have been had I been attempting to do it sober. I really feel like looking back that my life was small. It revolved around whether I had a joint or some cocaine or some drugs or some booze in my hand. If so, I felt like my life was good. If not, I felt like my life was crap. Who was around me was just my justification mechanism to feel okay with the fact that here I was at day 777 straight of being intoxicated. And at some point in Los Angeles, it just stopped mattering that there was nobody else around. It was just what I did. And even though I was on the red carpets meeting really cool people, even though I was going to a news station and doing the morning uh, news show, um, even though I was writing for a sports website about you know Los Angeles sports teams, I didn't really feel like my life was large when that was happening because I was just working a lot and drinking substantially less. But as soon as I let all of those responsibilities go in favor of the bottle, all of a sudden my life felt large again. But it wasn't. I was literally shrinking it, thinking it was getting bigger. Talk about some, you know, what is it? Not dysmorphia. Talk about being like one of those magic mirror things at your county fair where you you look skinnier or you look bigger just because of the way the mirror shifted. That's what I'm talking about. What mirror, what lens are you choosing to see your life through? Because from my point of view, Getting rid of alcohol and drugs from my life expanded me to infinity and beyond. There's nothing I don't think, let me, let me see how am I saying this, there's nothing I don't think I can achieve with this power within me. 
Yeah, I don't, there, there's not. If I set a commitment, I make the commitment happen. Just like I'm three minutes away and it's going to take me that long to get this thing posted. So I'm going to let you guys out of here on this, that your perception of whether your life is going to get larger or smaller based on you achieving long-term sobriety and recovery is all subjective to your perspective. Just like those mirrors in the little county fair freaky mirror room house thingy, right? It's all subjective to your perspective. If there's any main point that I want you to take from this is don't listen to somebody else judge your life on whether it's larger or smaller based on the decisions you're making because their perception of your life is not objective truth. It is a reflection and a projection of what they think is going on within them onto you. If they think that getting sober would ruin their life and make it smaller, they're going to attempt to project that onto you. And if you believe that bullshit, you're going to be stuck in the same cycle the rest of society is, thinking that there's something that's better than your actual self at the bottom of that bottle, at the tip of that straw, at the end of that pipe. That's the biggest freaking fallacy of all. It is a shame that most people are seeing that bullshit in the magic mirror instead of the majestic beauty that comes from sobriety and recovery. Much love, everyone. Inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Every day is the best day of our lives when we wake up sober. Shout out to Sunshine and Robert. Glow on. Bye-bye. 